Coming up in this episode of the Creepy Kingdom Cinema Crypt, we give you our review of the live-action Aladdin film. Greetings and hello and welcome to the Creepy Kingdom Cinema Crypt Podcast. Creepy Kingdoms Podcast, all about the creepiness and spookiness of cinema. I am your host, Mr. James H. Carter II. And coming up in this episode, we give you our full thoughts on the live-action Aladdin film. So let's not waste any time and let's open the crypt. Okay, alrighty. Guess what? I'm here with Roxy Tart. Hi. And we're here today to talk to you about the live action film Aladdin. Can you believe it? I can, because we saw it. <laughs> we did. Aladdin is coming to theater near you. May already be there by the time you listen to this. And when are we putting this out? As soon as possible. Cool. Well, Aladdin <laughs> comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'll be out tomorrow. It'll, you know, here, it'll be out this weekend. Get. Here's what I'm get. Here's what I'm get. The release date is for Friday, right? Yeah. It's always for Friday. The release date is always Friday. But the movies are all released on Thursday evening. So why not just say that the release date is Thursday? I can buy a ticket right now to go see it tomorrow evening. It doesn't um I don't know. I know that, you know, maybe about 10 years ago or so they started having midnight screenings. Yeah, but now you can go at like 5 p.m. And that was kind of fun because you're always there with, uh, you know, hardcore fans. The hardcore fans. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so I would always, uh, if possible, try to go to those midnight screenings on, on, you know, Thursday night, Friday morning. Yeah. Midnight screenings were fun. But it, still, it, it started at midnight. You knew the people that were going to be fans. So you wanted to go. And it was still technically on Friday. Right. All that. So I think that it started there. And why they have pushed it to 8 p.m. on Thursday is when movies are now being released as is beyond me. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, and if that's the case, why not make that the release date? Uh, you know, there, there's some there's some conspiracy going on around here. <laughs> there's some reason that movies come out. I on feel Thursday. like there is. And we live right near Hollywood, so I feel like we should be the ones to solve it. <laughs> All right. Let's go knocking on some doors. Some yeah, we're going to go knock on journalism. some doors. We're going to go undercover. <laughs> we're going to find out why you have a Friday release date, but the movie comes out on Thursday every single time. Bothers me. I don't know. I don't know. Just to give people on the internet something to argue about. Oh, maybe. It's very possible. Cuz we're running out of things. <laughs> <laughs> but that means that if you would like to go see Aladdin tomorrow night, you totally can. Well, I assure you no one will be listening to this on the night we're recording it. So it, it might be on at a minimum you might be able to you'll be able to see it tonight. I assure you the listener <laughs> whenever you're listening, hold on whenever. Whenever it's No. <laughs> like it, even if, if we put it out tonight, if we put it out tomorrow, if we put it out Friday, any of those days, they would totally be able to see it tomorrow night. <laughs> I guess that's true as well. Because <laughs> it'll be in the theater. <laughs> wow. See, I, know, I know what I'm doing. Wow, this is quite a loophole here. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. So anyways, but we got to see Aladdin on Saturday. Yes. 
and that was awesome. And you know what I found out? I was watching the purple carpet yesterday um, from Hollywood, from Hollywood Boulevard, mm -hmm. and I saw a little interview with Will Smith, and he had said he had not actually seen the movie, and his family hadn't seen the movie. And so he was really excited to get in there and see it for the first time because he hadn't seen it all the way through. And I had this moment of, holy crap, I saw Aladdin before Will Smith saw Aladdin. <laughs> wow. Like, that's, that, yeah. Right? That's yeah. kind of crazy when you think about it. It is. I'm sure our listeners are very happy that you got to see it before Will Smith. <laughs> I thought it was cool. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> uh, we got to see it. I think when we saw it, we were the first batch of people to see it at all. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, because we, we were at advanced press screening. And I, I as far as I know, that was the first screening. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's That's what I've heard. So all that to be said. We did go see the film, and um, we—I'd say we both kind of went into it neutrally. You know, I mean, we could bring up that the internet was freaking out about Will Smith as the genie, Genie Gate, which I never understood from any at any point, and I might be in the minority on this. <laughs> But when Will Smith was announced to play Genie, I'm not sure what people were expecting to see. I don't know. I don't. I didn't. Even, I I did not understand Genie Gate at all. Like I didn't understand when they first announced Will Smith, and people got mad. You know that it was Will Smith. That didn't make any sense to me, unless you just really don't like Will Smith. But like I I don't know. And then you know they came out on Entertainment Weekly with the the first picture of him not being blue. And people threw a big old fit because he was the genie, but he wasn't blue. And then they released a picture of him blue and then people threw a big old fit because it didn't <laughs> look right. And like people just want something to complain about. Well, that may, may, may or may not be true. <laughs> um, but I feel like we really run into this with, uh, with remakes, you know, or adaptations of any type because yeah, there's, because there's always going to be those people who think that it should not change at all from the original or not even change. It's just that, you know, if it's you know, adapted from a book or whatever, that it's just not the way they see it. And so that's not, you know, the way they pictured it, you know, and, and, I, and again, I don't, if anyone has a, wants to have an opinion about after watching a movie, they're entitled to it. But I just I don't understand people getting so worked up about trailers and the ideas of movies and all this stuff. And you know, I guess every time we do one of these films, uh, I just did it again. <laughs> I did my disclaimer did it recently when we reviewed Dumbo. Is um, clearly Disney is now remaking all of their animated films into live action. Yep, and they're doing this. My speculative reason <laughs> is, uh, number one, they're like, uh, for sure, uh, money makers. Mm -hmm. they're, they're sure, they're sure thing. Um, also, it prevents other studios from doing live action versions of these films since the source material Disney does not own. But Disney, for most of these films, Disney owns the, uh, the image in the public eye. <laughs> yeah. So anybody who wanted to could go make any studio that wanted to could go make a Dumbo movie or an Aladdin movie or any of that live action. And whether it was Disney or not, people would still associate it with Disney. Right. Yeah. So we did discuss Disney this offline, but yeah. Smart. And they're going to do it themselves. So other people can't do it. Like it. Yes. It makes perfect sense. I think you're right. So th I think those are the reasons why they're doing it. Um, artistically, I've never, I'm not excited about the idea of these things. <laughs> um, mostly because I want to see new stuff. But I, I, but from a business stance, 
I understand. And I also understand that, you know, you need some of these sure bets so that you can do films that are a little bit outside of the box that may not appeal to everyone. Yeah. I don't think that's Disney's plan either. <laughs> but I know that that is what has happened, especially in the past year. There's a handful of films. I'm sure they want every one of their films to be blockbuster, billion-dollar hits. <laughs> but um, there's films that, you know, that I liked. I didn't love them, but I liked that Disney put out in the past year that, you know, that I'm glad they put them out. Like uh, Nutcracker and Four Realms, you know, I would say that was pretty uh, – not well received and kind of swept under the carpet real fast, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. And even oh, and actually, they're not they're not always sure things, because a film that everyone thought was going to be a sure thing, um, critically and financially, was uh, Mary Poppins Returns, and uh, I guess it was critically, but I guess it wasn't financially. But either way, I loved it. <laughs> so. Well, I. I I, I kind of disagree with you on the artistically side. Artistically, I love the fact that they're remaking most of these live action because I I'm really big on sets and costumes and you know that, that costumes are almost always my favorite part of a movie, you know and and sets and whatnot and in a in a cartoon I don't get that, you know, so having it remade makes me hell of happy because I really get to see all of the details and stuff. And especially when it comes to princess movies and especially when it comes to Aladdin, they knocked it out of the park with this one. Yes. Well, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but yeah, (laughs) no, they definitely, (laughs) definitely did. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, 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 my, I'm just prefaced to say that I go into these films kind of like um uh you know i I come with an open mind but it's it's a little bit of a uphill battle (laughs) i guess because i'm not super into the idea the idea doesn't excite me but all that being said all of the films i've really enjoyed and some i've loved that since i started redoing them (laughs) yeah you know, I thought I thought Beauty and the Beast was awesome. I thought it was really good. Um, obviously, I, I like Dumbo because I just we just reviewed that one. Uh, the one that uh, has left me kind of like uh, I don't know <laughs> was kind of the one that started it all was Alice in Wonderland. Mostly, my my biggest issue with that one is that it was actually not a live action adaptation <laughs> of Alice in Wonderland. It was a sequel no, to Alice in Wonderland. It was a Wonder- sequel. <laughs> yeah. And I really wanted I mean Alice in Wonderland was 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 for years my favorite Disney film. And seeing that brought to life was something I was really looking forward to. Um but whatever. <laughs> oh I I liked Alice though. I I liked Alice. I liked Cinderella. I liked um Beauty and the Beast. I liked Maleficent, even though I know Maleficent isn't a re it's it's not a remake or a retelling or whatnot, but still. Um but no, I I liked all but I, I didn't see Dumbo. I haven't seen Dumbo yet, so I don't know if I like that one or not. Um also, but, I also like Christopher Robin <laughs> which is oh i didn't of, see that one either sort of that one which was you know i guess they thought it was going to be a big hit and wasn't either <laughs> um i mean i just i like the movies you know and and, and that, so when i before we watched aladdin i was kind of like okay um i i i don't even remember last time i watched an animated film more recently for sure i had watched the uh dca aladdin show than i had watched the animated film <laughs> which isn't Skylar watches Aladdin all the time so I have very recently seen Aladdin actually it's funny this morning we were getting ready for school and you know the the new soundtrack dropped this morning so I immediately downloaded it and I was playing it while I was getting ready and Skylar was in his room watching Aladdin the the original cartoon so and neither of us knew that the other one was <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I've I've seen the 
animated version of Aladdin many, many, many times very recently. Yeah. I've so seen, I saw it many times, I, not recently. <laughs> I was, I, and maybe, you know what? A lot of people, the reason that they don't really want the live action remakes is because of nostalgia, because these, these movies are from their childhood because they watched them so long ago, because they have such like fond memories of them and stuff. But I was thinking about it and maybe because Skylar watches these things and I see these movies on a daily basis, I, I don't really have like that. They're, the nostalgia of them has gone away, you know? <laughs> like, it's, it's the current films to you is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but no, I, I, I love the idea of the live action remakes because I feel like they are new. I want something new and they are new. You know, they give me something that wasn't there before. I walk into all of the live action movies thinking to myself, I'm probably going to like this. And I I have so far every time. Um, I, I, don't, yeah, I don't know whether I'm going to like it or not, but I do, you know, I judge movies on their own merit. Uh, I do. We'll say when I when I'll, my series of Aladdin interest went from they're doing a live action Aladdin to oh, OK, to. <laughs> <laughs> and then watching a trailer and going, wow, this has some real production value to it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see that. And then I went to go see it. So that was, so I was like, I, I was a journey. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a real big journey. <laughs> the trailer did get me hyped. Uh, unlike everyone else, which got every, which everyone said it looks awful and horrible, blah, blah, blah. I don't have an emotional attachment to Aladdin. Uh, the animated film, you know, I was not a child. I was when the film came out. I was in high school. Yep. <laughs> Same. Um, I love Jasmine. I've always loved Jasmine. So I guess that's about as emotional attachment as I'm gonna get. Is that is that I was gonna see a live action Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> and there's all that. Um, and I, you know, I love Gilbert Godfrey. So, uh, <laughs> so even though he's not in this remake, I <laughs> thank goodness that that's one fatal flaw that the film has. It could use I was actually worried. Yaga was one of the things that I was kind of worried about. Like, remember when we um, remember when we talked about Cinderella after the preview came out, and you were worried about the mice. Yeah, that was your like thing. Well, Yago was my thing for this. I I was. I, I, okay, I don't even think worried is the right, like, word, because I really didn't care. But um, but that was the one thing that I was like, how are they going to do this and pull it off so that it's not crap? Like, so. Well, I guess they pulled it off, but I, <laughs> but I, I, I it still should have been Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the only nerd chip on my shoulder I went into this film. <laughs> I really wasn't. I didn't even think about it until afterwards. <laughs> but, um, anywho, um, so, you know, I would say there's, I was going to say, is this going to be a spoiler-free review? Like, what are the spoilers in this that's film? That's the thing. I, when I was writing my review last night, like, uh, Keegan brought up, so I was writing it and I was like, okay, like, I'm not sure if there's anything else I want to write about. And he, he looked at me and said, well, it has to be spoiler free. Right. And I'm like, it's Aladdin. It's been out since 1992. How much spoiler warning do you need? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much safe to say that if you're anyone listening to this has seen the animated film, I'd say that's, that's a, I'm willing to bet money on that one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and anything, almost anything new that we could say, you you can find out on the internet. You know, Jasmine has a new song. Like they just released a little featurette thing for that. You know, the 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 they changed her and Aladdin's costumes. You know, from what they were in the animated thing. Well, obviously, you get to see that every time there's a preview. Like, you know, there there aren't a lot of spoilers. No, no. But I guess what really people want to know is, you know, is this worth seeing? You know, particularly the Creepy Kingdom audience. And I'm going to say yes. All right. Well, that's the end of the podcast. So, <laughs> well, is, there, is there something going on? 
Jesus. Sorry. It just all of a sudden started to pour, and there's thunder overhead. Wow. Right, um, right on our, cue, the creepy kingdom uh, Our bedroom window's open, too, and so is Skylar's. Okay. <laughs> right? Um, no, I would also say, yes, it's absolutely worth it. Go see it, and I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Yep, the end. <laughs> that, was just, that was my joke. That was ruined by your non-reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like, should you go see it? Yes, we're done. No. Um, <laughs> anyways, you wrote a review. I didn't. So I have lots of things I want to say about the movie. Um, and right off the bat, um, we were talking about production value. The production, the sets, the set design, the costumes, the musical numbers, like they were, they were just fantastic. I was... I was blown away. I would say I was on board about ten minutes into the film. I was like, "Oh, this is a this is a super high quality <laughs> film. Like this is this is gonna hit all all the uh, all the uh, check marks <laughs> for a quality film." Yeah, the um, the set designer, the I I don't even know whoever it was that created this world i i want to be friends with them like their vision and just the the stuff that they made and put out and how everything looks and it is just over the top amazing yeah i mean i i i really say this we watch the movie and you kind of feel like yeah they don't really make them like this anymore huh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really feels like an old MGM movie. It does. It totally does. Yeah, and I mean, I, I guess some of that is gonna is in the way that they filmed it, and some of it is in the sets, and some of it is that it's it's got that very it's it's still got that real that like cheesy, like cartoon aspect to it. Yeah, it rides a line um, that could go wrong. If 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 it, if you go you know either direction I guess if it was right. too cheesy it would have been it it still was believable even yeah <laughs> you know even a boo like you know obviously that wasn't a real monkey <laughs> it was a no but you know what monkey. you but you forgot that that wasn't a real monkey yeah no I mean it it worked it, it was, did it, it you're right you're right they are they made this movie like right on that line and, and it, it was really easy to forget that you were watching a CGI monkey and, you know, a, but then there were some parts, there were definitely some parts where you were like, okay, this, this is, this is where the cartoon comes in. Yeah. In fact, I would say probably one thing that, that was very cartoony for me, if I had to point out anything in the film, was probably uh, Raja, uh, you know, Jasmine's tiger. <laughs> Whenever Raja was on screen, like I didn't really think, oh wow, they, there's, they, that's like a that's a tiger right there. <laughs> no, I definitely feel like I I didn't feel that Raja was as real as Abu, but Raja also they didn't give him any personality really, you know, um, to like work off of, but actually. I, I guess I, I don't, I don't want to give away any spoilers. There is a part in the movie with Yago, that 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 was my line. the The thing with Yago in the movie happens, and I was just like, okay, now now we've gone too far. Like, well, we have to elaborate a little bit for our listeners. Jeez, I don't know how I don't know how much I want to give away. Okay. <laughs> but there is there is a thing that happens with Yago in the movie, and it was the the moment. Even even with the CGI tiger, the CGI monkey, the CGI genie, all of that, it was the moments towards the end of the movie where I was like, we have gone too far. This is too much. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was, well, that was, you know, yeah, yeah, he was kind of, it, t- it took me a while to get used to how they portrayed him mm-hmm. <laughs> in the film. <laughs> Because parrots typically repeat what they're heard. 
<laughs> and and he has many opinions of his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not repeating. He's just saying things. But the movie would literally not work without his presence. No, no one. But but he did. There there was a part towards the end where uh, Yago gets a little like spotlight scene, and I was just like, nope. That's it. That's my that's my limit right there. <laughs> Are you talking about the magic that happened to him? Yeah. Oh, I, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I love that. that. Was, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate it, but it. It you know we were talking about that line, and I feel like that was one of the moments when it really fell over that line, where it was like there is no way this is real anymore. Like, well, clearly, but because it was magic, but but I was I was on board with it. I was all about it. <laughs> I guess that's a spoiler. We don't want to say, <laughs> but that did not right. something did not happen in the animated film. But I was all about it actually. So, <laughs> um, but overall, the tone of this is something really hard to pull off, and was I think uh, executed perfectly. Um, and it was. And yes, like I said, ten minutes in, I was like, "Wow, I'm I'm on board for this this journey." Um, I also felt like they added so much more depth to Jasmine. Yeah. I mean, clearly the, the film's called Aladdin, and there's a lot there's a lot of time spent developing Aladdin in the animated film. And <laughs> but and it's... go ahead. I was gonna say. Jasmine doesn't have a song at all in the animated film. Mm-mm. And it's it's interesting because most of the princesses that came before and during the Rena- the Disney Renaissance era, it's their movies. You yeah. know, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Little Mermaid, it's it's their movies. And then you come to Aladdin and Jasmine is just as popular a princess as all of those other girls are. But it's not her movie. It's Aladdin's movie. So, like, she, she, you know, she doesn't have a song in the original. And she doesn't have a whole lot of character development. And, and it's, it's interesting that even though it's not her movie and she didn't have as much, like, time and, and personality and, and a song and all of that, she still was done so well and given enough personality that we have all just accepted her as much as any of the other princesses, even though it wasn't her movie. Mm -hmm. And so now being able to redo it, they, they really, really decided to shine a light on her. She has 10 outfit changes in this movie. Okay. (laughs) Like, I mean, it may not, it may not be her movie, but her character development, her new song, the scenes that she's in, like she, her, her, uh, I think Aladdin has three outfit changes in the movie and she's got 10. Like, <laughs> I, I could go as far as say that this film could be called Aladdin and Jasmine. It could, it totally could. <laughs> Absolutely. She's in it almost as much as he is. And, and that, and you know, the things that we've talked about in the past that you don't like, that's in a lot of Disney animated films is the, the puppy love. <laughs> I must marry this person. I just met <laughs> kind of thing. Um, I felt like, I felt like it was, it was, uh, it was earned in this film through the trials and tribulations. They just added a little bit more depth and realism to the basic story, you know, that, that we already knew. Yeah. And I mean, it was, I keep going back. It was awesome, but, but I also was. I also really like how they they added. So there's a new female character uh, in the movie Dahlia, who is Jad's Jasmine's uh, like ladies' maid, basically her best friend. And I thought it was really cool that they added that in because a it gives it another you know female aspect to it, but b it gives Jasmine a little bit more to play off of. Um, but not only did they do that, but they also changed the role of the genie a little bit, which I don't want to talk about too much because again, spoilers, but they changed the role of the genie a little bit from what he was in the animated one. And I, I felt like giving Jasmine Dahlia and having the genie change in the way that they did really gave both Aladdin and Jasmine like more 
depth and more character. Yeah, well, since you brought up the blue elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Abu turns into an elephant, my bad. Um, <laughs> we got to talk about Genie. Um, you know, of course, everyone's like, nobody can replace Robin Williams. And we all know that, you know, sure, that's, that's a true statement. Absolutely. But, you know, there's only one Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> There's only one Mork and Mindy. I don't know. <laughs> there is, but but I I will say, in my opinion, there are definitely two genies. Oh, really? You're gonna give it? You're gonna give them the? There's now two genies. Yeah, I am. Will Smith hit it out of the park with this. Yeah, he I, was, yeah, he was excellent. I loved him as the genie. I think the casting was perfect. I think the way that he did it was really, really good. I think um, the fact that uh, Guy Ritchie let him take the original, yeah, take what Robin Williams did and use as much as you know he felt comfortable and also put his own spin on it, you know, with his hip hop background and and just little things thrown in here and there i i thought it was amazing yeah it was like a perfect merging of everything you just said <laughs> again really hard to pull off all of that and not go overboard in one direction right like it was a tribute to robin it still had his own personality and on top of all that it was extremely entertaining <laughs> yeah big time it was so good like it was so good I'm I'm super looking forward to seeing it again. I said it in my written view, but I, I feel like it needs to be said again. I feel like I could watch this movie a dozen times and still not see everything that there is to see. You know, between the sets and the props and the costumes and all of the stuff going on in the background and all of the, like, the Bollywood that they threw into it and the different styles and cinematography. Like, it was just eye candy through and through oh yeah yeah it was nonstop eye candy <laughs> you know one negative thing about not negative or i guess negative whatever think about these live action films as a theme park fan is that they're creating such incredible environments that i'm like oh i would love to be able to be in these spaces but they're never going to bring the live action versions of these animated films into the parks <laughs> Which is really too bad. Like, because... So, Star Wars Land is, is about to open in Disneyland and in Disney World. And people have been going to the previews the last couple days. Because um, the reservations have already started. And Star Wars Land is supposed to be the most immers immersive land that Disney has created. And, like... If you think about that and how when you walk in there, it is supposed to be 110% immersive. You are not supposed to feel like you're in Disneyland anymore. It – hold on. Um, it, it makes you think, well, they could. You know, they could create Agrabah and oh, make yeah, it <laughs> as immersive and as amazing as the live action one is. But will they? Probably not. I mean, I was – I, I was just thinking it's an attraction, but I wasn't even going as far as a land, you know, <laughs> you know like, uh, I mean, there is, I mean, there's a lot, of, there's the flying carpet spinner ride in Walt yeah. Disney World, but I'm just saying there's no Aladdin attraction. No. <laughs> so it, I thought that actually a lot during Dumbo, because just the, the, the live action Dumbo, because though the, the set design in that was incredible as well. And so it's just like, oh, man, I'm just like, I want to go there. I want to right? <laughs> go there. I don't know. They can have Aladdin Day and Galaxy's Edge because it's kind of similar uh, <laughs> setup. <laughs> desert E? Desert yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <sighs> uh, yeah. No. They have... Anyways. All right, so another aspect of the film, which I, I, I picked up on our pre-recording chat that we have different set of opinion on, 
is the portrayal of Jafar. And this is Creepy Kingdom, so you know we had to come around to talk about the villain. Yeah, so I will lead this off by saying um, I thought the portrayal of Jafar was perfect for the film. In the animated version, he's kind of, you know... <laughs> not a human <laughs> it's like the grinch like in his <laughs> or something you know? he's like very much that's the bad guy <laughs> you know it's, so it's kind of you know you know it is what it is um but to have him you know be a human being was a great first step <laughs> and um and also a very just evil vindictive person who I, I i felt it i can't say that like i really felt felt it in the animated series with jafar <laughs> you're just kind of like well that guy's annoying like what a jerk right. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy this guy was evil and he portrayed it he got felt it <laughs> you know, like... did. they gave they gave him a character which he didn't really have in the and uh so, so you just said, you know, oh, he's the bad guy. Like that was him in the animated version, yeah. and I think it's really funny they actually threw that that line in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To the movie <laughs> where it was, like, oh, this is the guy. Yeah, this is the guy. You know, right. like so. I I thought that was really funny, but I did not dislike the Jafar character in the live action movie. I just I felt like. I felt like they rewrote him. They gave him a background. They gave him a motive. They gave him a real character. They made him a person. And all of that was really, really cool. But I feel like if you're going to change that much, you also have to change other things from the animated feature. And, like, they didn't because it wouldn't work with the movie. And then that and that just threw me off a little bit. Uh, you mean you're, you're talking about his aspirations? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's something I brought up on our post-viewing chat um, was that it seemed that his aspirations should have been a little higher. Yeah, he, throughout the whole movie, he's got this, you know, he, they gave him a backstory, which was really cool, because you got to see what motivates him. And throughout the whole movie, you learn that what motivates him most is he wants to be number one. He wants to be on top. He wants to be the man, you know, and that is what he's going for. And like he knows about the lamp and he knows about the genie. And so he is going to be Sultan and he's going to build an empire and he's going to blah, 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 blah. But like when you step back and you look at it, you're like, dude, you want to be Sultan? Like, Why? You you can literally have anything you want, and you want to be Sultan of Agrabah? Like, you want to build an empire? Cool. You could literally wish yourself to be an emperor of everything. Like, <laughs> which 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 brought up the, the other question of, you know, it, is he was he so blinded by his tunnel vision? Is he dumb? <laughs> but, yeah, they don't portray him as dumb no. at all in any way, shape, or form. He's not. You know, he was the opposite. He was very clever and insightful. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, okay, dude, you, like, he, he very much had a, like, Ricky Bobby thing going on. Okay, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> End of story. So, like, you want to be first, you want to be top. You know that there's this magic that can get you there, but you're going to salt him? Really? Really? Well, I guess he just was kind of like, he always wanted to be Sultan, so he just, you know, he just kept it, he, he said tunnel vision, you know, just yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> it just, it, in the, in the animated one, I feel like it works because, because that is, that is his only goal in the animated one, is to be Sultan, you know, that, that's it, that's, that's his goal, and then you know, then Aladdin has to kind of trick him into wanting to be more powerful. But in this one, he wants to be more powerful. That is his driving goal. Like, and I get that they couldn't totally change it because then it would, to it would change that whole part of the movie. But like, he didn't have to be tricked into wanting to be the most 
powerful sorcerer in the world. He already wanted to be the most powerful sorcerer in the world. Why not just start with that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, once you're there, where do you go? (laughs) No, I get you. It it was all to build up for the movie. (laughs) But that was like, that was the only thing that bothered me. Really. Um, I thought the guy that played him was awesome. I thought he did a really good job. Like, I think it's nice that they gave him a a backstory and like a, a driving force and whatnot, but they didn't try to make him likable or a good guy or, you know what I mean? Or, or yeah, yeah. Or sympathetic. <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't try to make it so that you were, you sympathize with the villain. They, he's just a villain. Like, He's just not a nice dude. <laughs> he actually uh, murders someone in the film. We kind of breezed over that. <laughs> right oh, at the beginning yeah. of the film, yeah. Yeah, he totally does. Well, I, I think that happens in the animated one, too, though. Oh, really? I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Jafar is not a nice man. And, okay, he attempts to kill Aladdin. <laughs> Yep. Didn't doesn't work either time, but spoiler alert. But <laughs> no, he murdered Aladdin. It was nineteen ninety two. There's no spoiler. That's the twist in this one. <laughs> that's yep. That's it. That's the twist. We gave it away. It, Total spoiler. In it, this one, he actually murders Aladdin, becomes the Sultan, marries Jasmine, and they all live not happily ever after. <laughs> the end. The end. Um, all right, so um, so we did mention there was a new song. Yes. In the film. It's called Speechless, and it's amazing. It was so good. Now, is there another new song, or is there just only one? Um, there's two. There's a couple. Um, hold on a second. Let me pull up the... Um, Ow. Let me pull up the soundtrack real quick. Okay. And I believe all this, the, the new songs were written by Alan Menken as well. <laughs> yes, they were all... Um, uh, the score of all of the songs is by Alan Menken. So all the old songs, obviously, and then all of the new songs, the score was done by him. But the lyrics... Um, on most of them were written by Pasek and Paul. Okay. I don't know who that is, but they are a team of songwriters um, in Hollywood. It's Benji Pasek and Justin Paul, and they're known as Pasek and Paul. That's their, like their handle, I guess. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but yeah, the words were actually written for speechless. At least uh, the words were written by them. So, you see, I want to say that there's. I'm looking at the soundtrack, and I. I there is another see... new song, though. I swear there is. Is there? So they okay. So they wrote new lyrics for Arabian Nights. Um. And then they for Prince Ali, they let Will Smith kind of go with it and do his thing. So it's changed a little bit, but not much. And they have speechless for Jasmine. Um, yeah, I thought that was another new song, but I guess there wasn't. I thought there is two. Isn't there a duet? No, I guess there's not. I mean, besides a whole new world. Yeah, well... <laughs> Yeah, they, they they left out a whole new world in this one. Yeah, they didn't need it. It's cool. <laughs> uh, anyways, but um, the song, the song was uh, again we talk about earned. It was a real earned moment in the film, based on what's happening <laughs> up, up until that point, and. You know, it's it sounds so different from the other songs. Um, it, and she actually she sings it twice, once earlier in the movie, 
and then once later in the movie. And it's two different versions of it. She sings like the, uh, she sings a tiny part of it earlier in the movie. And it's very much about how, uh, like she doesn't want to let them do this. She can't let them do this, you know, type of thing. And then later, like you said, it, it, it is very earned in her character arc. And then the full version, it's, I won't let them do this. You know, they're not going to do this. I'm going to do this. So, um, so it's, they, there's two versions of it. And one is like a little more timid. And then one is very much, this is how it's going to go. Yeah. It was a real, um, what are they calling it? Uh, it seemed like one of those points in the movie where you're like, I don't see how this is going to uh, end well. <laughs> you know, it really seemed like there was no happiness in sight. And you're like, we're like, well, how's, how is this going to go? And, and it was, it was a very, very powerful song. And it is. And it is, it is definitely a girl power anthem. It is definitely a feminist song. Um, but it, you know, it, that part in the movie, Aladdin is supposedly dead. You know, that's. Whoa. Sorry. <sighs> Tegan. Sorry. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. Yeah, but, th- but that part in the movie, you know, Jafar is in charge. Aladdin is supposedly dead. You know, it, it's it, it is. It's, it's like the low part in the movie. And, and like you said, how are you going to get out of it? And the song actually makes you think that even if Aladdin didn't come back, Jasmine would get them out of this. Yeah. And I didn't really yeah. think, I don't think they really, I didn't think that before that <laughs> based on her yeah. actions up to that point, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, they, she, you know, she, she went ahead and she played along and, and she, she, in the animated version, you know, and you'd like to think that because she is a strong female character that she had some kind of plan but in the animated version there's nothing that tells you that she actually did mm-hmm. and in this version they make sure that you know that if aladdin didn't come back that's okay because jasmine would get them out of this yeah she was or die trying yep <laughs> so yeah it was i was just really overall just really surprised about how much i enjoyed the film I thought it was going to be okay and have, and be entertaining uh, in some certain scenes, but I I just feel I feel I feel it's a near perfect film. <laughs> this is hands down my favorite live action film that Disney has done. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it is mine or not, but it probably is. But it was I loved when we it was done it was done and we got up and of course we stayed until the end of the credits and I think we need to talk about the credits because that was a hilarious part, but it, we, we still stayed till the end of the credits. And then we all got up and it was like uh, the three of us, me, you and Shannon were just, just kind of look at each other. Wow. Wow. <laughs> like, I think the sentence that was really good came out of my mouth like four times in between leaving our seats and <laughs> walking out of the theater. Like, I knew I was going to like it. I, I went into it thinking I was going to like it. I did not go into it thinking that it was just going to be a an amazing movie. No, yeah, I wouldn't have thought that either. I mean, I, I, it just really hits. Now, and, I, and I'm really surprised. I mean, most, well, not let me phrase it. Most people I've, I've been hearing, there's a lot, of, a lot of positive reactions to this. Uh, mm-hmm. At this point, it's just been critics. Because up at the time of recording and it's not Thursday at eight o'clock yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then I started hearing little leaks of some critics that didn't like it, you know, and, and I don't know why, I don't know what you want out of an Aladdin live action Aladdin movie, but whatever it is I wanted, uh, they delivered it to me and then some, (laughs) right. You know, I mean, I've I haven't been known to be the biggest musical fan, uh, but the musical numbers in this were just show-stopping extravaganzas that, which so much eye candy like you brought up, and and obviously with the music being ingrained in your brain for the past 
30 years or however long it's been, <laughs> 20, 30, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, you could cut, you could put a cut together of this film of just the musical numbers. <laughs> and it would still be worth watching. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Ali by itself was an amazing musical number. And I think it's really interesting. The day, I think it was the day before we got to see it, they had put out, or two days before we got to see it, they had put out a little featurette preview of Prince Ali and the internet hated it. Hated it. It was the, all anyone, all I saw was negative stuff about it. And it wasn't the greatest like clip, but it wasn't terrible. But then just seeing the whole thing in the production with everything going on and whatnot, I was totally blown away. Now, didn't somebody mention that I haven't seen this clip, but that it's different than what's in the movie? Uh, the one that I saw, it was really short. It was a super, super, super short clip, and it was just a little itty bitty piece of what's in the movie. But oh, okay. it was, it was what's in the movie. Oh, okay. It was just a very small piece of it. So, like, so out of context, people would, thought it was lame. <laughs> yeah, but that. That scene was amazing. It seemed to be very long. Is it that long in the animated film? Yes. I think so. (laughs) Because they copied it. That was the thing, is that they managed to copy it almost exactly from the animated film. And in the animated film, the scene was totally over the top. And, of course, you can do that because it's animated. You can do whatever you want with it. But when you put it into real life, it gets a little more difficult. And it was like they hit every single piece of it that you remember from the animated film. You know, they had Will Smith dressed up as one of the harem girls. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, they hit it. They hit every single thing that you remember from the film and they brought it to life. And just it was I was absolutely blown away. Oh, I want to watch again. <laughs> I know. I want to go see it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else more, more to say without actually watching the movie because, you know, it's I think it's definitely worth checking out. I enjoyed it very much. If we're going to, I guess we need to, we need to give it a rating out of, out of five, you know, um, you know, out of five stars or five skulls or whatever our rating system is. I'm going to give it four and a half skulls. Yeah, I'm, at, I'm about there too. I mean, I would really, I would really, for me to give something five stars, you know. It would have to be way more creepy. Like, and the film, it's not really that creepy. I mean, there's the far, there's enough in there with Jafar, and there's enough in there. But overall, the film's very bright and colorful. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> but it's not, it's not creepy or anything, you know. Um, but we'll see. So before we go, and let's see what's coming up. On their roster, I know very soon, like two months from now, the Lion King live action film is coming out. Yeah. Um, in like two weeks is Spider-Man, right? Yeah, I was talking about live action adaptations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. no, the next Disney film is Toy Story 4. <laughs> comes out that's next right. month. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, I just, you know, in, in you know... In this uh, ongoing series, I mean, they pretty much have like almost every animated film in development. It seems like, <laughs> and, every, and then every once in a while, we get a uh, a release date. <laughs> there was a there was an article with Alan Menken uh, that came out yesterday. Um, the title of the article is very misleading. Uh, I I actually they did a great job with clickbait. Um, because the title of the article made you think that Alan Menken didn't like the new Aladdin. Um, but actually what it was about is that he was saying that um, he does not think that Pocahontas will get 
a remake at all. He thinks that that would be one that they're not going to touch. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. I don't know. Did he say why? I, I have some. Because in today's political climate, it's just too, it's too chance, too too dicey. Yeah, that's really interesting. I would love to see it, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, very controversial. Mm-hmm. It's surprising that it ever came out, but. Let's see what is what is on the docket here for live action remakes from Disney. So we've got the Lion King. Uh-huh. As we mentioned. Maleficent's getting a sequel, and that's not a remake of anything. Whatever, we'll throw it in there anyways. <laughs> Lady and the Tramp, which is coming to Disney Plus, which we just dis- uh-huh. discussed on a little bit on our uh Patreon uncensored show. Life from the dungeon, oh, right. <laughs> which may no, it's not out yet, but it'll be out soon. <laughs> As we discuss the uh, changes made to uh, or the censoring of Disney films, a little teaser there. Uh, Milan, I'd say after is the next live action big film that's coming to the big screen uh, in March twenty twenty. Um. And then December, they have Cruella, which is interesting because um, before they started doing these all the time, they decided to give it a go with 101 Dalmatians um, in the late 90s. And 101 Dalmatians was a pretty good movie. (laughs) And 102 Dalmatians was also not a bad movie, both which were... Not bad movies because of Cruella. Yeah, I would say I I, I didn't see 102. 101, I was like, I mostly didn't like it because there was too much dog action. I know. (laughs) The only reason to watch 102 is because of Cruella. She absolutely shines in it, and she has a bigger part. Uh, Yeah, I remember, I remember there was like, seemed like at least a half an hour of no dialogue in 101 Dalmatians of just. Just dogs. Just dogs. <laughs> Running around. Running around. Yeah, yeah, it's literally my memory of the movie. Anyways. Um... <laughs> no, I'm I'm super excited for Cruella. Cruella is one of my top favorite um, villains, even though I know it's very politically incorrect to say so, and people get mad at me, but whatever. Um, she she is. She's one of my top favorite villains. I I I cannot wait to see the Cruella movie. Well, I feel like that is a topic for another time because <laughs> I have a lot to say. Uh, it might be fun. <laughs> I'm just kind of scrolling through these movies here that have been announced. Hunchback. You know what else? I was just going to say, you know what else I'm really excited about? Hunchback. That, wow. I don't think I even acknowledge that. That could be something. <laughs> uh-huh. It could be. And like the – yeah, there is so much – in Hunchback that is so like already pushing the line of what Disney is yeah. like normally willing to give us. Yeah, in the animated that, version that they that you got you you'd have to expect more from the live action, you know? Right? <laughs> like, but how could you make it PG? Like if you're gonna do no, a live action hunchback, it, like it, there's no way you can do it PG and still stick to the source material. Like Yeah, it's gotta be PG thirteen for sure. Yep. Now, the one that I, I, we announced years ago, probably when we first announced Dumbo, um, there's no more information has been put out about this, but it's definitely be a Creepy Kingdom classic, if they ever make it, is uh, Night on Bald Mountain. Yeah. I mean, jeez, that would... We've been waiting for that one forever. Right. <laughs> uh, Lilo and Stitch. Eh, live action. I don't have any opinion about yeah. it yeah <laughs> not waiting on that one uh little mermaid which you're kind of like how is that going to be executed we gotta... well i you know what though if they can do jungle book lady in the tramp and dumbo they can do little mermaid like yeah i know it's just the whole underwater thing but i will say that um aquaman 
executed underwater activity really well. <laughs> the, the, you know, the, the DC. You know what I would love to see a live action remake of? I mean, if we're if we can just pull anything, uh, Black Cauldron. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Seriously though, like think about it. That would be amazing. They would. They, and I'm laughing because they because they hate it. I know. I, in fact, I recently seen something that it is one of the biggest losses the Disney company ever faced. They put a. They were pushing new technology when making it, and they they put so much money into it, and. And, you know, and it bombed. Well, I would bet that if they remade it now and they did it live action, it would not bomb. No, but I still, this is still feeling like people would love it. Yeah, uh, I just, yeah, I'm just listening to this endless list of things here. I see Peter Pan, Pinocchio, Snow White, Sword in the Stone, <laughs> and that's about it. So those are all that are in some form of production based on animated films. Very exciting. Yep. So, um, no, Cruella and Hunchback. Those are my top two right now. Yeah. There's no, I mean, yeah. I'm a Dynaball Mountain be number one (laughs) on this list for sure. Um, Pinocchio might be cool. Wait, is Night on Bald Mountain on the list? Yeah, it's on the list. Oh, wait, they really are making that? Yeah, that's for real, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't like I my thought, wish. <laughs> I thought we were like blue skying. No, no, no. no. My... They announced that the same time um, that they announced that they were making Dumbo like years ago. <laughs> yeah, I remembered the announcement, but then like you said, it didn't go anywhere. So I, I didn't know that it was actually like... I mean, they, I mean, they didn't cancel it. I mean, I'm just going by Wikipedia here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably the, the list of films in development on Wikipedia's page for the Walt Disney Company is at least 75 strong. Jesus. And that's just what the public knows about. You know, and, and out of this list here, just skimming through it. <laughs> More than half are reboots or remakes of things. <laughs> oh, crap. How did I skip over this one? A remake of Something Wicked This Way Comes. Ooh. Um, and something called Tink, which I'm <laughs> assuming is... Some, I assume is Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, independent of the Peter Pan live action. Uh, which is amazing. Something called Prince Charming. <laughs> So one of the princes will get his own movie. Yeah. <laughs> you don't actually know which one. <laughs> Wait, Prince Charming is Snow White's guy, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's Prince Charming in more than one movie because Prince Philip's oh. in Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, but uh, but for a long time, Prince Charming was like Snow White, Cinderella, and Sleeping Beauty. That is just how they referred to him in like the media. Yeah. So I'm sure it's not Philip because he actually has a name, but it, it could be Snow White or it could be Cinderella. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows? It's in development. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. All I know is if we're going to wrap all this up, because I didn't even discuss the theme park films that are in development here. <laughs> Well, we could spend a whole other show yeah. talking about movies that are in development. Yeah, I mean, we're wrapping it up. But I'm still waiting this, and I feel like it's still my responsibility as a person in the public forum to say this, that the thing I'm still waiting for and most anticipated is John Favreau's Magic Kingdom film, which is still listed as in development. <laughs> One Man- day. Haunted Mansion's not even on here. So that's like, like <laughs> that's in development too, the Gamble Dover Toro version. <laughs> a lot of good stuff coming up. All right. Well, Aladdin coming to a movie theater Thursday night at 8 p.m. It was good. Go see it. <laughs> if you would like to contact us here at the Creepy Kingdom Cinema Crypt, you can email us directly creepykingdom at gmail.com. 
and for all your Creepy Kingdom needs, including all of our written content, news, reviews, all of our videos, links to all of our social media, everything, our shop, everything Creepy Kingdom is waiting for you at creepykingdom.com. And if you would like to support us here at Creepy Kingdom and get extra bonus special exclusive content, you can do so by checking out our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash creepykingdom. And if you have not done so already, we would love for you to rate and review us in the iTunes store. I don't even know what's called the iTunes store anymore. I think it's just called Apple Podcast. <laughs> Either way, if, you have, if you're on an Apple device, you can access the Apple Podcast store. And we'd love for your feedback. Lastly, we have new episodes of our YouTube show, Creepy Quest as well as a new episode of our Patreon-exclusive uncensored show, Live from the Dungeon, coming your way very soon. If you're listening to this on the day of release, within the next week or so, look out for those episodes. But until next time, let's close the crypt. Crypt.